Welcome to the Kinky Cast, a sexually explicit podcast. If you are under 18 years of age, stop the podcast now. This is episode 159 of our weekly exploration in the kinky world of BDSM and alternative relationships. Views expressed are not representative of the management of the kinky cast. We welcome guests with opposing viewpoints. Today, we bring you, Lady Steel and Master Day on bringing you the Georgia Dark Ages Festival. Here's your hosts, Woody and the Beast. Thanks, Max, and welcome to another edition of the Kinky Cast. The Beast is not next to me tonight. I'm soloing this one, and so I have my friends from Atlanta, Master Damon and Lady Steel. How are you this evening? We're good, Woody. How are you? It's good to be back. Doing great. You've been on the show a number of times, and you are bringing us something very special this evening. We are. Both Master Damon and I want to talk to everyone about the Georgia Dark Ages Festival. And uh, what we did about, hmm, goodness, guess it's been a little over a year now, now about a year and a half now, we had a, a, a convergence of friends who sat down and talked about what sort of cool things we could do uh, as sort of like a, a frolicon thing or a self thing or some of these other festivals and events that are around Atlanta. And we had talked about how he and I, Master Damon and I actually met at the Texas Renaissance Festival. And we had seen that out in Texas, there was something that was sort of forming, sort of not uh, in regards to an adults only Renaissance Festival. And so all of us sat around that night and talked and that's whenever the Georgia Dark Ages Festival was born. Now that sounds kind of fun, an adult oriented Renaissance Festival. Yes. Now, now, kind of lay that out for me. What, what am I expecting to see? There's many things that happen down there. First off, everything is consensual. That's something I want to to put out there. It's not consent at the gate type of an event. But what happens is, oh, wow, it's really hard to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. It's, it really, it's really funny because we have a, a local friend who, want, who is advertising this for us. And he said, oh, give me a write-up. And it really is one of those you-have-to-be-there-things where we're going to do our best to try to describe it. We are the nation's only adult-only kink-oriented ongoing Renaissance Festival in the country. And this will be our second year. And last year, we're at a campground down in Unadilla, Georgia. And now this is going to be kind of funny. And you can feel free to laugh because I think it's funny, too. The Georgia Dark Ages Festival is actually going to be in Troy, Alabama. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. At the Southern Pillar Campground. Oh, my friend's down there. Yes. 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 Master Patty and Ona. Oh, yes. Yes, absolutely. A friend of ours had gone down there for another event and they were like, you know, this might work. It might not. You might want to go check it out. And that's exactly what we did. And we fell in love with the place. And of course, Master Patty and Ona makes it really easy for you to fall in love with the place. It's, It's beautiful down there. And it's going to be an even better layout than last year. It's going to be much more compact. And it is going to be uh, very even uh, disability friendly. We actually have someone who is with our disability services team that's going to make sure that everybody is comfortable and that everything is accessible so that everybody can play and have a wonderful time. And we have several different sorts of attractions. 
uh, a lot, some that came back from last year um, that are old and some that are new. For example, you know, one of the things we're doing differently this year, um, we're actually going to have a group of pony players that are actually going to come down. I'm going to go down there probably a week early and build the arena. That way they don't upset any of their gear. From my understanding, that gear is pretty ex- expensive. It's not only expensive, it's very unique. It's hard to find. Right. And so, you know, I'm, I'm going to make sure everything's level and everything's good for them. There was actually talks about maybe a title for that as well, being that the one that used to go on is no no longer active. Right. They're no longer active. And it yeah. was something that we're in negotiations with some people out on the West Coast in order to make our event either a feeder event or actually the title holding event for the Pony Players. And we're working with a few people here in Atlanta, uh, Florida, and we're reaching out to some folks in the Carolinas as well. And that's very exciting because I think, you know, we tell people all the time we're going to have, uh, you know, like jousting and uh, chariots and things of that nature being pulled by ponies. There seems to be a very high interest in this. We're very excited about it. That sounds like a lot of fun. You've got uh, the ponies and what other events are going on? First of all, to put everyone's mind at ease, uh, if you've been to the Southern Pillar Campground, you know there's about a 2,000-square-foot dungeon there that is in their old barn. However, that 2,000 square feet is going to be turned into vendor space, which means that we're going to probably triple the number of vendors that we had last year, which is going to be amazing because there was certainly a high demand for it. But fear not. Because we're going to have a tented and heated outdoor dungeon. All of their equipment, plus all the equipment we're bringing, is going to be under one tent. And it will be appropriate temperature, uh, great for outdoor play. And we're also going to use their 10 hard points uh, that they have there. And we're going to place them around the campground for rope suspension activities, both indoor and outdoor. And so we're very excited about that. We call our vendor area the Emergence Bazaar, by the way. Inside of the Merchant's Bazaar, there's going to be, if you've been in there, whenever you first enter the barn uh, that is their dungeon, usually on the right, there's a closed off, uh, like an area where it's their cool down area. But what a lot of people don't know is that there's a fairly sizable room behind there. And in there, we're going to have massage therapists and cupping therapists, tarot readers, Reiki healers. So we're going to have a very holistic healing kind of area, which is something that's not new to our Renaissance Festival because friends from Pennsylvania are bringing that back. But it is going to be a bigger, uh, more expanded area. And we're, we're very excited about that. Boy, there's so many good things going on. I, I think I need to figure out how to get down there. I think you do too. We'd love for you to do a live cast from there. <laughs> uh, I, I would love to do that. Now, let's talk about this is a weekend event. It is. It is. It's from March 24th through 26, 2017. Early enough where it doesn't interfere with other festivals, but late enough to where hopefully we won't be freezing our tukuses off. We can always hope. Uh, but don't worry, there's plenty of bonfires. It's getting pretty close to the Gulf down there, so things are a little warmer. It is. They are a little warmer. And uh, with the land being flat and everything, we think it's going to. Uh, be much better than where we were last year because it was a bit of a hike getting around the property last year. And this year it's going to be much more of a community and communal feeling as far as how everything's going to be placed. Um, some of our other amenities, we have two indoor showers that accommodate, I believe it's nine people at a time, which is always fun. So Ooh, even if you're camping showering. there, yeah. right. Even if you are camping there, you're not roughing it. And we have um, six indoor stalls 
uh, two of which are uh, handicapped accessible. And we are also going to have our full kitchen inside that's accessible to us. So for those of you who were there last year who was honored enough to be at our first King's dinner, uh, then you'll know that it won't be freezing like it was last year because we have an indoor space and the food will be able to have been kept warm, <laughs> which was a bit of an issue. Our, our King's dinner is our high protocol dinner that we threw last year. We had 26 people seated and 13 people serving at this high protocol dinner, and it was a rousing success. Everybody talked about it. And uh, there were there were a few a little a little few snags, but that's okay. We were able to work out those snags this year with this new location. And like I said, I, I personally can't wait for that because that was by far the highlight of the entire weekend. Oh yeah, it's kind of me. the crown jewel of that of of the whole event. You get you get everybody sit, sitting around with the king and queen on on the the left side of the tables, and then we have a visiting king that comes all the way from oh it's in Texas in in the Dallas area. Um, he actually goes to all of the uh, the normal Ren fairs that are out there, but he he comes all the way from Dallas to our event, and he's kind of the the visiting king with his people. So he sits on the other end of, of the table, and it's if you could sit there and watch it, how everybody works at the exact same time. I mean, it's it's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. It sounds really cool. You're mixing a lot of the the Ren Faire sort of stuff, you know, the kings, the royalties and all that, visiting dignitaries. Uh, that's so cool. And then you put the kinky side and the high protocol side together. This is like the best of all the worlds. <laughs> well, and it gets even better. But wait, there's but more. Wait, there's more. <laughs> Hopefully our champion um, from last year will be able to come with his slave and, and well what makes a champion you ask well we have different contests throughout the weekend and every time someone wins one of those contests you get a literal small little jewel and it's the king's jewels and whoever has the most king's jewels at the end of the weekend wins a prize and last year it was two hundred dollars cash and uh the different contests are like uh we have a contest that we call eat and beat which is much like chopped on the food network and you get a basket and you open up the, everybody gets the same basket and you open up the basket and there's different cheapy little food items and miscellaneous dollar store items in there. And you make something that you can use as a weapon of ash destruction. And then you make something that you can eat. And so it's eat and eat and everybody loved. We had to hold that twice last year. It was so popular. Um, and then we have other things like the, the slave hunt which is where everybody on the right side of slash, and you don't have to identify as a slave, of course, but anybody who wants to be pursued gets a head start, and it's like a big old outdoor hide-and-seek <laughs> in the middle of the campground. This is actually something I came up with. Um, there's definitely rules put into place to prevent consent violations. Oh, absolutely. That's um, big. Yeah, and um, it is, it's, it is fairly, it's a fairly simple game, but everybody seems to just absolutely love it. Why am I thinking that this is naked? Oh, it, everything there is naked. <laughs> it's a given. <laughs> uh-huh. Got it. And then one of the things that, that sings most to me uh, is the fact that we raised $800 last year for the Leatherheart Foundation. Fantastic. And so 
Yes, absolutely. And philanthropy is big for us. There are several different charities that um, those of us who are running it are going to have to take a vote on for this year, but we'll be making that announcement soon enough as far as what this year's charity is going to be. But last year we had different events that helped raise funds during the actual Ren Fair, which was uh, we had a wine and cheese tasting mm-hmm. and we laid out five different wines and several different cheeses. And, and I was kind of the expert there showing people what to eat with what and how it combined. And, and from a chemical point of view, because I chemistry is one of my favorite things and one of my educational backgrounds, um, how they all work together and why they work together. And then we had on a different night, a cigar and scotch pairing. And so that was another good educational opportunity. But both of these events, you have to pay a nominal fee to get into. And every single penny that was raised went towards the charity. And then I think the, the crowd favorite was I've changed the name. It was a slave auction last year, but considering we had some tops who volunteered to be auctioned off as well because it was for charity, I've now changed it to the power exchange auction. So you can be a top or a bottom and you or a switch and you can sell yourself for whatever it is you'd care to do. Of course, we list hard limits and or services exactly what is being offered. And that was one of our, our biggest fundraisers last year was the power exchange auction. And we're very excited to bring that back. That sounds like tremendous fun. Oh, it was a great deal of fun. And of course, we have new performances uh, this year. Last year, we had um, Bill Pacer and his uh, merry band of people <laughs> that performed a couple of times. They're coming back. Um, he's an actor that's uh, now international, and he's always funny and fun to be around, and also a, a kingster and uh, a nudist, so he's always fun. And then we're going to have um, some rope experts coming to do some demos, fire players who also use um, grinders on one another who are dressed in metal and there's sparks flying everywhere. Oh, those are great. In, in At nighttime, those are fantastic. Absolutely. And they have this huge uh, flamethrower that throws all sorts of um, <laughs> flame effects, and that's going to be fun, provided we don't burn the campground down. You know, we have faith we're not. No, Master Patty would not like that. Yeah, Master Patty would not approve of that. We might all get beaten for that, mm-hmm. and not in a good way. We could just do that over the lake. One of the natural things at the campground, like last year, we had a swimming pool, which was great. It was fun and everything, you know. But it didn't really, it didn't really go with the the whole theme. You know what I mean? And so this year, with it being there, there is a overstocked lake that they actually said, "Hey, if you want to go, you know, grab the fish out of that and cook them up and eat them, they're okay with that." So as long as they don't take the fish off the land, that was that was that was his rule. So so if you're willing to take the effort, there's free food there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Catch by hand. That's interesting. That is very um, right. That should be Renaissance fun. We style. Have a contest for that. <laughs> uh, we're also going to have a karaoke uh, led by Lord Henry there. And uh, another issue that we had last year that were improved upon this year is that food was only served at certain periods of time. Now, our smoked turkey legs that was sold for charity, that was enormously uh, successful. We're going to bring that back. But this year, a gentleman that goes by the name of Lane down in Warner Robins, he's going to be doing catering by Lane. And he's a kinky chef, and he's going to cater the king's dinner and breakfast, lunch, dinner. And we're definitely going to have a fourth meal for those of us that stay up past uh, regular bedtimes during that event. And, uh, you know, he'll be able to provide food anytime during the event. And we're very, very happy about that because uh, the people didn't want to leave last year, which, of course, is a sign of a good event. They actually had to at some points, and we're going to make sure that that doesn't happen this year. Okay, so all this food and fun over a weekend, 
What's this going to cost me? <laughs> For an entire weekend pass is $75. Oh, my God. And that's campground access and everything. That's access to the campground now as far as your camping space is concerned. We have a lot of open primitive camping, of course, um, just like a traditional Ren fair out west. But those spaces are only going to go, depending on you know your location, anywhere to 5 to $10 a night. So you could very feasibly spend the weekend there with accommodations um, and food for, oh gosh, a couple, easily less than $120 for three days. Now that is a bargain, no matter how you say it. It absolutely is. Now we have about, and I say about because there are 10 cabins that are on site. Um, we're saving a few for people with disabilities or for people with CPAP machines or something like that that need to have access to that. And then, of course, one for the king and queen. So I want right. to say that's right. <laughs> um, but I want to say there's at least seven cabins that are going to be available and those uh, we're going to actually be the ones handling the rentals for those. They all have different sizes, so we can't quote prices right now. But they will all be really reasonable because they sleep any. I think the smallest one sleeps six and the yeah. largest one can sleep eight. Traditionally, if you want to get really cozy and sleep on the floor, it can sleep as many as 10 or 15 people in some of these cabins. Right. So unlike last year where we had very limited space with a very few number of cabins, they're all in a U shape around the central area where the bonfire and the dungeon is going to be. So they're very centrally located. They're almost next to well, they are next door to the showers and right. the toilets. Uh, but the good news and the best news is, is that if you have a group of people coming, you can do that. Or if you just want a lot of space and you're two or three people, you can do that. Or maybe you'll meet some friends or get some friends together to share your space. And so that's also reasonable. And for and I have to I actually have to insert this just in case people are wondering, because this is sort of a foreign concept in Atlanta of going to something that is convention like, but having to camp. See, out in Texas. And the TRF or the Texas Renaissance Festival, you go there to camp multiple times over the whole Ren Fair season. So we're kind of bringing that flavor here. But if you absolutely refuse to rough it, and even if you consider a cabin without a bathroom, because the cabins don't have bathrooms, that is what the communal, um, the the or the common house, as we're calling it, uh, is for. But if you don't want to do that. There is a hotel literally 10 minutes down the street. Master Patty has worked out an arrangement with them because the hotel is also Leather and Kink owned. And they have a reciprocal agreement that if they go there and say they're staying or they're going to an event at the Southern Pillar, then the rooms are only $50 per night. And so that helps promote local commerce. It helps Master Patty stay in good standing with them. And so if you go to stay off site, we will not be hurt by that because that actually helps out the, the proprietor of the property. 50 bucks a night for a hotel room. That's pretty Absolutely. amazing. If your idea of roughing it is, you know, a bad Motel 6 or something, this is way better than a Motel 6. We've actually been to the hotel. It's quite nice. I believe right. it's a Quality Inn. It's, I, I believe so. Something on that so. level. So, yeah, it's not a Hilton, but you know what? It's not bad either. So if you absolutely must have a hotel room or, again, if your disabilities make it to where you absolutely have to have your own room and the cabins are booked – or if you need a bathroom that's right there, you know, immediately accessible, then absolutely, please go stay in the hotel. We absolutely support that uh, for whoever wants to do that, because like I said, it's 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 good press for the Southern Pillar Campground, and we welcome that. Okay, so let's lay this out with some links now. You've got Facebook and a bunch of other sites that you can see more about this, right? 
Absolutely. And one more thing as far as accommodations, if you have an RV, bring it. We don't have um, hookups, but you're absolutely welcome to bring RVs because that's also we have space for that there as well. Okay, fantastic. So we are on Facebook. If you go on Facebook and search for Georgia Dark Ages Festival or just go to Facebook.com forward slash Georgia Dark Ages Festival, exactly like you would expect to be spelled. You'll find us there on Facebook. We make a lot of announcements there. We also are on FetLife. And we have both a profile and a group. And the profile is GA Dark Ages Fest, because, of course, Georgia Dark Ages Festival was a little long. So I'll say that again, Georgia, meaning GA Dark Ages Fest. Our group, if you search on FetLife, is Georgia Dark Ages Festival, all spelled out with spaces in between. And then on Twitter, we it's the same Twitter handle as our FetLife handle, which, again, is GA Dark Ages Fest. And, of course, we do have a website, which is georgiadarkagesfestival.com. All of those links will be on the show page. So just head over to kinkycast.com on the show page, and you will see all the links clickable, which will take you right there. Yes. And one more thing to entice you, as if you needed it, but just in case, our uh, visiting King Minotaur from Texas, he does run a barbarian pit. Now, what does that mean? It literally means that there is both buffering weapons, which is like the phone weapons, or if you want to get in there and really fight, he runs this. And he has a separate schedule of programming, all separate from ours. There is some... Interesting fighting that goes on in there, and it's it's like I describe it. It's fight and play rolled into one. There's some role-playing at some times. There's others where it's just fighting, yeah. wrestling. We're actually going to have a mud pit and a lube wrestling pit. Um, that's all part of what the, the Visiting King is going to do there. It's more of the same of the goodness last year. We got some wonderful pictures from it last year that's going to be part of our promotions that are coming up. That is... Um, of some very attractive, mostly naked men fighting. So, but it was very, we had the lighting set up at night. It was beautiful. It was like almost out of a Hollywood movie. I remember yeah. my dear master and I were sitting there watching it last year on the golf cart, oddly, because we were exhausted. It was Saturday night and we were just sitting there looking at it, just kind of awestruck. And I looked at him, I said, you know, we made this. And he said, yeah, because it was just that beautiful. It, it was just amazing. Yeah, we had a great really, time last year. I really liked the arena. I spent a, a, a lot of time there. It's it's anything goes. Uh, you and who you're going to battle against in whatever form you sit and you negotiate what the stakes are. And I mean, it could be anything from you know, hey, you're going to buy me a you know a, a lunch, or hey, if I can take you down, I'm going to have my way with you. Um, you know, whatever whatever the rules are, and everybody who participated held to those rules. And speaking and so of was, rules, it was, it was an amazing time. As Master has mentioned many times, of course, consent is king, but this is also a rack event, which is risk-aware consensual kink, which means that we do have security. We do have security that you don't even know is around. We do have uh, monitors of play, but we also like for people to be adults and to do what it is that they like to do. And so uh, your kink may not be my kink. But as long as we don't call, have to call an ambulance, then we're good. That's pretty much the rules. So we want you, you, you guys to come that, and we want you to feel free to be who and what it is that you are. We had um, 
people, we had swingers, we had kinksters, we had nudists, we had leather people, we had furries, we had role players, we had littles, we had everything there last year. And I think the biggest compliment we got out of everyone, because we got nothing but very positive feedback, was that your event had such a master slave feel to it. And you could feel the protocols that, that was very pervasive and invasive throughout everything that you did. You let everybody do what it is that they wanted to do. But at the same time, there was structure, there was boundaries, and everybody felt very safe there. Everybody felt very safe there. And it's, it's something that you could – there's so much that goes on and people bring their own flavors that even though we have everything planned, people bring their own activities as well. And mm. so there was times that I was – like um, – one of one of the hilarious things was during one of the slave hunt, the the one being pursued got captured right outside the vendor hall. This was our champion and yeah. his slave, or who ended up being our right. champion. And he didn't quite follow the rules a hundred percent. So his his slave that that he captured literally picked him up and threw him down and then ran off. They're both very <laughs> physically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're both very physically formidable people. And it was, a well, oh, first was, of all, it was super hot. And second right. of all, it was hilarious to see. She picked him up, threw him oh, down and she ran. It was, it was, it was amazing. Oh, it was so funny. And speaking of punishment, another um, reason to be there is that we, last year we had two and I believe we may have three, Basically, executioners. Well, what's that? Well, say you want to punish, you know, quote unquote, someone, then you go to the executioner and they have the wheel of fate and you spin the wheel of fate and whatever comes up is what the executioner gets to do to the person being punished. Now, again, of course, consent is king. And this is all in good fun, but there was um, a lot of fun with both of our executioners. We had two males last year, and we are actually um, – there's rumor has it that we're going to have both of them back as well as, as a female executioner. And so that's uh, sort of a, a Ren Faire sort of flavor with a kinky twist on it too. So many of these things sound absolutely wonderful and something not to be missed. How many people do you think are going to be there? Oh gosh, you had to ask. Um, <laughs> last year we had upwards of 150, I think it was, right. because we, we did it at a place where people were residents there. And so you had both residents and people from the outside coming. And now with the pony players and with uh, the rope folks that have got uh, a better place to play with, we anticipate at least that many, if not more this year. I'm, I'm actually guessing after talking to everybody and, and listening, you know, having the ear to what everyone's telling me, I'm going to guess probably between three, 450 people. Well, God bless him. See, I'm the conservative and he's the dreamer. So (laughs) somewhere between those two extremes uh, will be the population of this event. Probably. That's usually how it works. And for that to be our second year, you know, that ain't bad. It sounds really good. And I think this is going to be a fun time for many possibilities. The fantasies are running wild in my head right now. So (laughs) a good thing. By the way, if anybody wants to know a little bit more about the campground, go listen to episode 95, uh, Master Patty. And he talks about the facility a bit there. He's the owner of the facility. And Lady Steele and uh, Master Damon are the organizers of this event. Let's check it out. Now, registration. 
registration, you can go to our website, georgiadarkagesfestival.com, and you can register there and pay via credit card. Um, if you want to pay other than via credit card, you can contact us through the uh, the contact us page, and we can make arrangements for PayPal, wire transfer, check, money order, carrier pigeon. <laughs> we don't care. We'll take money in all forms. Also, if you want to volunteer for our festival, um, you know, we cannot do this alone. We do not even want to try to do it alone. We have a wonderful team of volunteers, and our directors from last year are coming back, and they're very experienced and very knowledgeable. You can also sign up to we, it's our henchmen and winches page. On the uh, on the Georgia Dark Ages Festival website, uh, and if you want to register, it's obtain entry, I believe, is is what it is on the website. Mm-hmm. And we have tons of pictures up there uh, to give you an idea of what you're getting into. We'll have pictures up there from last year, you know, along with a list of our vendors and a list of our performers, and so you you'll be able to get all of the information about all of the things if you go to Georgia. DarkAgesFestival.com. That will get us where we're going. Now, the dates, we're going to remind people one last time here. March. March 24th through 26th. Now, the 24th is a Friday, and I'll be the first one to tell you um, (laughs) some of the people who came to attend for the entire weekend were there on Thursday, even before we were. (laughs) And so if you want to come a a couple of days early to spend some time, Master Patty would love to have you there, and so would we. This may be sort of like a Frolicon situation where the event starts out as officially on Friday, but there's plenty of things going on Thursday night as well. We'd love to see you. All right. Well, I look forward to seeing you there and we're going to have some fun. Excellent. We'd love to have you and everyone from the Kinky Cats there. You have been listening to episode 159 of the Kinky Cast. For more information about this show, go to kinkycast.com. The Kinky Cast is a production of Rooster in the Round. On behalf of all our Kinky crew, I'm Max. See you next week when we will be exploring the life of a camp queen. Thank you.